0: Romans thirteen verses one through seven. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct to good conduct, but to bad. For because of this, you also pay taxes. For the authorities are ministers of God attending to this very thing. Pay to all what is owed to them. Taxes to whom taxes are owed. Revenue to whom revenue is owed. Respect to whom respect is owed. Honor to whom honor is owed. And this is the word of the Lord.
1: Thanks be to God. Will, this is a... An interesting hot tamale. passage. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a hot tamale. Yes, this is like the habanero. Yeah, grab your uh. glass of milk, white <laughs> bread, <laughs> <laughs> little white bread. <laughs> a little white bread. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I mean, this is this is a uh, you know this is touching on some very sensitive topics, uh-huh. government, yep. taxes, yep. all these things. But it is very much a part of the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul's letter to the Romans. And uh, and and has some things that I think will challenge some of us yeah. and I think needs to challenge some of us. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, obviously, Paul is is writing and he's saying, be subject to the governing authorities. Yeah. Place yourself under the authorities that be. Mm. And the reason that we do this is because these authorities have been instituted by God, as it says in in verse two. Uh, That these have been instituted by God. And so God has ultimately, in his sovereignty, he has placed authorities in, uh, he has put them in place. You know, I think about, I think about Jesus's uh, discussion with Pontius Pilate right before he's getting crucified and uh, Pilate. Pilate says something to him, and Jesus basically says, "Like you would not have any authority if it wasn't given to you yeah. by by God yeah. in heaven." Yeah. And um, and so even Pontius Pilate, who was not a benevolent ruler of that day, uh, but Jesus was acknowledging the fact that God has allowed him to be an yeah. authority.
0: Yeah, it's it's such a confusing little passage where he's he he's kind of talking about these governing authorities like pastors is almost mm. the language like it's not about them being god's servants for right, good right. and instilling order and mm. you know like paul didn't live in and the romans he's writing to they didn't live in like a nice little christian society right like, it was actually a pretty brutally anti lots of persecution yeah yeah, exactly. yeah absolutely and so I think there's, and we were kind of briefly talking about this, but there's sort of like a refreshing practicality here that I think can help pull me back and hopefully help help a lot of us like pull back from, it's easy, we we breathe the air of like government accountability and sort of like anti-establishment, anti-trust, like, you know. And it's good to like pull back and realize like, okay, this government, that we live under, like, yes, there's a lot of corruption, there's a lot of sin, like, absolutely. And there's a lot of bad, bad, harmful laws and and things. Right. Absolutely. But, you know, also, like, there is a lot of good. There's, Mm. you know, roads, parks. Right. If, you know, they protect people from getting murdered or prosecute murderers if it happens, or, you know, theft. Like, it's also who you turn to when you need justice. And so I think there's the sense that we become blind to where like, if your car gets broken into and your laptop gets stolen, like the government kind of steps in and enacts this justice that gives glory to God. And we ought not be blind to that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The, the government does a lot to bring order you know, as much as the government kind of gets beat up on, yeah. uh, but I even think you know we we bought a new van recently. You might see Joe Beth driving around in a big old twelve seater tank, mm-hmm. and um, and and I've got to get that registered. And so I went th- I went to the office this morning to get it registered. You know, this is all part of the government like providing yeah. order so that we have cars that are actually registered, and you know who owns what, and you can't yeah. just come like totally. steal a car and like it's yours because you took yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and we have a police force that if you do steal a car, like the police force is going to go after that mm-hmm. person and try to retrieve your car, um, and, and so um, you know, I, I think, but I think part of this is that we as as citizens and as followers of Jesus, I think, need to consider how we view the government, and I think yeah. some of us probably need to change yeah. our view, and yeah. and to have not to not to say you know, to overlook any kind of corruption or any bad things that might be there, but, but to, but to just have a real view on government to say the the government does bring a lot of order. And in fact, I mean, I, I, I'll just say a note about America. Um, it it is, it is such a great country to live in. I've lived in other countries, And the corruption came back, baby. Oh, we came back home. (laughs) But I mean, we lived in Indonesia and you would not imagine the level of corruption. Dude. Um, you know, and it sounds good that like it's all fun. When I got pulled over by a policeman in Indonesia, literally I would work out, I would negotiate a price with him and I would just pay him (laughs) the equivalent of $5 (laughs) and he would let me go and he would just shove it in his pocket. And it, if, it felt great at the time because it's like oh i don't have to get a ticket i don't have to like go to court i don't have to yeah. pay an exorbitant amount or whatever mm-hmm. but it it doesn't it didn't actually prevent yeah. me from not doing that the next yeah. time yeah. if i'm perfectly honest yeah. but like we we have a police force that actually does like try to prevent us from doing things so yeah. all that to say we need to we need to consider how we view the government totally. and i think paul's trying to encourage us here to like subject yourself to the governing authorities
0: yeah and you know like I think ultimately what is the why like why is paul saying this why are we talking about this I don't have like a big crush on the government you know right. like I don't want like I don't want it to sound like you and I just love the government and the yeah government yeah itself. why are we talking about this it's this is ultimately a matter of bringing honor to the name of Jesus and yeah. I think why does Paul address this in a letter packed with some of the most Important theology, like theological beliefs, you know, talking about salvation, justification, election, all these heavy things. Why turn to this, like Christians in the public square right here? Hmm. It's because if we have all these robust theologies and understandings of the gospel, and we go out into the public square and live like angry fools, hmm. the name of Christ is disgraced. Yeah, that's right. It doesn't matter what we believe about the name of Christ. It's, it's disgrace. Right. But if we go out as servants in mm. the manner of Christ, counting others more significant than ourselves, mm. um, not focusing on what others owe us, but what we owe others. Mm. And if we are actually a source of stability and peace in the world, then the church is adorned in grace and, and the name of Christ is honored and the great commission goes forward and, you know, so this isn't just like, oh, like this is what your political beliefs should be, blah, 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 blah. Right. This is actually like, this is a matter of bringing glory to Christ. And uh, you mentioned this passage, uh, 1 Peter two twelve, mm. um, where it says, keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I don't think it can be said any, any better than what Peter said, said right there. And so we, we need to be dignified citizens that operate in, in the world, in our country with integrity and with character. And so one example that we need to deal with because it's right here in the passage that we read has to do with taxes. Yeah. You know, tax season, tax season just came around and, um, I feel like everyone gets angry at taxes mm-hmm. I mean it's just it, it's just part of it it's like oh, it's tax season oh my yeah. gosh I owed the government something you know and then people who like overpaid throughout the year they're happy that they don't owe the government anything no it just <laughs> means that like you you already paid the government everything it, <laughs> <laughs> you, you overpaid them <laughs> and so now they're like giving you some back but uh, but I mean taxes is one of those things that That we need to, if we're trying to take every thought captive as, Mm. as Paul says to the Corinthians, if we're trying to take every thought captive, this too is a, is a part of our life that I think we need to take captive and, and we don't need to separate out kind of the, you know, the, the, the secular and the sacred, if you will. That, um, you know, with certain matters, we act like Christians, but with things like taxes, like that's totally a secular issue. And like, I can get as mad as I want at the government. No, we're trying to take every thought captive uh, to to the obedience of Christ. Well,
0: and and just what does it say, you know, if we sing these songs and preach these sermons about how our treasure is in heaven and like mm -hmm. our inheritance is undefiled and untouchable and cannot be taken from us. And then when our earthly goods are drawn upon, Mm. we freak out, you you know, like it, it shows like a a lack of genuine trust in in our ultimate inheritance.
1: Yeah. And I think it can be a window into your heart. Are, Are you, when, when something like that comes up with money and, and the government is saying you owe us X amount for this year, is there, is there part of you that like that, clenches on like grasp on very tightly to your money or is there this sense that like everything I have is the Lord's mm. and you know right here in Romans 13 it's saying give taxes to whom taxes are owed revenue to whom revenue revenue is owed uh and so should we should we release that you know with with uh with joyful hearts I mean yeah. I, I think that's what Paul's saying yeah. give taxes to whom taxes are owed we don't get to set the laws and again that's part of us subjecting ourselves to the governing authorities that they have decided and i, I think america you know of all countries has a good system of how our representatives and mm-hmm. senators are elected and and they make these decisions that subject us to certain taxes and stuff and so we should um we should pay those with a uh, with a joyful heart yeah yeah there you have it we got more coming up in uh romans 13 for will carlisle i'm barrett fisher thanks for listening to our daily rhythm i'm jason
0: Dees, one of the pastors of christ covenant and our daily rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on god's word